Hi, it's Leon Dolan, and my new book, The Marriage Sabbatical, is out now and available everywhere. People Magazine chose it as an April pick of the month, one of the best this week, a hopeful take on commitment, they said, and an innovative story about marriage. Mmm, sounds juicy. The Marriage Sabbatical, out now, available everywhere. Hi, this is Julie. This is Liz. This is Sheila. This is Monica. This is Leanne. We are the Satellite Sisters. You are listening to Satellite Sisters To Go. Satellite Sisters, welcome to the show. It's We're a little bit out of schedule today. It's actually Saturday, July 7th. We normally record the show on a Sunday, but family schedules being what they are lately, Sheila and I just decided to go for it today, didn't we, Sheila? None of those other sisters were available, so we just said we don't care. That's right, Liz. I have for some free time right now, lots of free time, and I heard you have you're having a 24 hour vacation. Well, is it that w- true? It was an it was a seven day staycation, but oh okay. But I All ended right. up I ended up really just taking care of obligations for six out of the seven days. So, but for the last 24 hours, I've been in a complete vague staycation mode. So, oh, that's the best. So, Don't so you love that? So it's a big finish. So I have the rest of today to staycation, and then tomorrow will be a normal Sunday, getting ready for a normal Monday, going back to work. So today's the big day. So anyway. So well, let's just keep it light today, Liz. Okay, let's do that. Let, let's do that. What have you been up to lately? You seen any good movies? Let's have a little entertaining Sheila. Oh, I would love to talk about the movies. Okay, some good news and bad news. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I saw the new Wes Anderson movie um, oh, the other night. I am I, dying to see that. I yes. Tr- I tried to convince a friend of mine to go see that tomorrow. I'll tell you more about that later. But So would you recommend that? Oh, yes, I, I definitely would. I mean, I've seen all of his movies. Um, it's I called ab- Moonrise Kingdom, right? Oh, I love this movie. It was so delightful. Um, but I, I was in a, it's kind of a, a bad mood. I mean, I was in such a bad mood when I went to see that movie. It's Why? amazing that I could come out smiling. Well, the reason was I, I actually got stood up that night, Liz, on a date where we, we were supposed to go see that movie. Really? <laughs> Did you just stand in front of the movie theater and it didn't show up? Oh, no, no, no. Uh, this was a whole day. I mean, basically, the guy did not... Really, he just, he couldn't admit that he'd either forgotten about the date or didn't care about the date. So I, I did what you're not supposed to do, you know, according to the rules. Which what, was, you stalked him? No, no. I could care less about him. But what I did was I texted him during the day. I knew the minute he asked me to the movies. I don't know this guy. He lives in my neighborhood. Uh-huh. So. <laughs> okay. Which isn't much of a neighborhood. It's like a lot of... <laughs> It's a lot of windy streets, and I, I mean, I saw him one day, and we got to chatting, and he said, would you like to go to the movies? And then invited me to the movies. Really? People still do that? Guys, I, act, guys actually just meet women on the street and invite them out? Y- y- yes. It's, it's, they just don't follow through. <laughs> no, not in L.A. So, okay, so I texted him in the morning, Liz. Yeah. And, and I said, listen, I just got this sinking feeling like he wasn't going to remember. Yeah. I said, if you'd like to do some quick dinner... Before the movie, because I know I get hangry. Uh, we all know you get hangry. That's correct. So 
he texted me back. He goes, well, I'm going to be pretty busy right up until the time of the movie. Now, what does that mean? Okay. I, I, that is, that, I don't know what it means, but it is not good. It's, it's not a, good. It means I'm willing to sit in the dark with you for two hours, but that's it's it. It's not good at all. It's no not talking. Good. He said, I'll call you around five. Okay, well, also, also not good. This is just a thing that bugs me about people now, refusing to nail down the plan. Liz, you are the biggest advocate of, of just right, you know, nailing it in, locking it in, Liz. Let's just lock it in, and if you need to change it later, fine. I understand. But why are we going to pretend we're not doing this tonight? Let's just decide what time we're meeting. Yeah, it's like a slippery, like, not, no, don't call me at 5. Right. Or, you're going to pick right. me up? Just say it. You're a man. Okay? You're a 50-year-old man. Or if you're not going to pick me up, say that, too. I don't yeah, care. Yeah, just, you invited me. I could care less. <laughs> and so, okay. So at 5 o'clock, did nothing happen? What so happened? So I started calling my girlfriends, like, what should I do? They said, get out of the house now. Do not stay in the apartment a minute longer. So I just started to shower, get dressed, never called, never called. 6.40. The movie started at 7. I had my ticket. <laughs> he really just never, ever called? He, he called at 6.40. And the most... Check this out. How lame do you have to be? He goes, it's 6.40. And not like, where are you? Or I'll come right up and pick you up. Uh, give me a call when you get this. Oh, <laughs> are you kidding? Liz... <laughs> See, again, just constant, the, the stalling technique, constant stalling. The stall was so bad. Okay. And then, of course, in classic fashion, he's been calling every day since he stood me up. Oh, okay. Well. Like, are you mad? Oh, that's, that's a, that is such. Yeah. No, I'm not mad. I just don't know you. And now I have no interest in getting to know and you. And now I know you. I know you. <laughs> I know as much as I need to know. Thank you. So yeah. you, but you just went to the movie on your own. Yeah, and I had, I mean, you know, at the first half an hour, I was still boiling over. Yeah. Just, just the whole, just the whole scenario. I'm just tired, right? I'm yeah, tired. Of yeah, it. yeah. Okay. So, and but then, I mean, Bruce Willis is wonderful in this movie. Wes Anderson is such a great storyteller. Um, there's some like teenage actors in it that are absolutely fantastic um bill murray is incredible the scenes the music just perfection perfection okay all right oh now i'm kind of bummed i i didn't use any of my staycationing time to go see this well you're gonna have to see it see it on the big screen too liz because it you really need i mean his movies he has those long shots where that are just wonderful okay all right, well, another- I don't know if you call it, that's what they're called, but, you know. <laughs> we, we, don't, we, we just go to movies. We don't make them. It's fine. You want to call that a long shot? <laughs> it's fine with me. Uh, well, I, I, I did go see something that is another movie you have to see on the big screen. This movie that's been getting all of the buzz um, since the Sundance Film Festival, it's called Beasts of the Southern Wild. Oh, I mean, yes. I, I feel like I know the movie because I've heard so many interviews with the director. 
Yes. Well, okay. Here's the thing. So during my staycation this week, I've basically been taking care of obligations during the day. As I mentioned, a lot of days were, mornings were spent taking mom to go visit dad and afternoons were spent taking mom to go do whatever else mom needed to do. Though we did have several delightful afternoons, just like at the public pool, we were fine. Right. So, So in the evenings, I was looking for a little, you know, sort of stepped up entertainment. So I noticed in the paper that they were having a show of Beasts of the Southern Wild at my favorite theater, the Landmark in West Los Angeles, where Ben Zeitlin, the director, was going to be doing a Q&A after the movie. Oh, the, that guy is, is incredible. He's incredible. He's, he's like 12 years old. He made, I know. Like, this is his first feature film. He reminded me a lot. Your daughter, as you know, Sheila, you know your daughter is in film school. Right. She, she just finished her first year at NYU Film School. And he looks like he's about her age. I don't know how old. He just, he's definitely in his 20s. Um, the movie is very unique, totally fanciful. It is like this. This uh, sort of magical, realist. It reminds you a little bit of like Shakespeare's The Tempest, but then it's mm. just beautifully art directed and shot. The story is very unusual. It stars this young African American girl and her dad, and but there are also all these mythical characters, creatures that come charging through. Anyway, it's really, really something. So it was very, wow. fun. it was very fun to see the movie and then just have the twelve-year-old director come out afterwards and answer questions from the audience. He was very smart. I noticed he's all over the place this week. He's been on the news a lot, but it's just an amazing thing to think of. It's an incredibly visually ambitious movie. Yeah, that's that's what it sounds like. It's definitely on my list to see. Yeah, and they shot it all in southern Louisiana because it's about this mythical place called the bathtub, but it's basically southern Louisiana threatened by the storm with all of the environmental degradation that we know has already happened in southern Louisiana. And so he he was joking as he was answering questions about how much, you know, in pre-production they had all of these, like, big ideas about doing this and that. And, you know, right. that's when they were really being, you know, letting their imaginations flow. But he said, on the actual shoot, you were basically just trying to stay alive because right. there were, like, gators here and you were going to fall off the boat there. And anyway, very unusual movie very unique. I, I would definitely recommend it. Okay. And- all right. That's, that's, a, that's a must see. Yeah. Now, um, you know, there's a movie that I want to see very much. I haven't, um, again, I've been just listening to a lot of interviews of directors lately. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, just getting, getting the feel, but this Lynn Shelton, have you heard her? Okay. She did the new movie, My Sister's Sister. Yes. I, I think that should be the official movie of Satellite Sisters. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yes. I definitely want to see that. She's such an intelligent person. And I was really impressed with her. I, I heard her interviewed on one of the shows. And I'm definitely going to go see that movie. That looks like kind of a fun movie, too. It's basically about a guy, right? It's a guy, Mark Duplass, who I love, who nobody else knows who he is. But he's this guy who's a director and an actor. He turns up in all kinds of things now. But so he's he, like, breaks up with his girlfriend or something bad happens. Anyway, his best friend, played by Emily Blunt, I believe. Right. Uh, Right. So he, anyway, he ends up going off to spend like a weekend in her family's cabin and her sister is there and he has kind of a one night thing with the sister, right? Yeah. And yeah. Then, and then, and then she arrives and hilarity ensues or something. Well, I mean, I'm just 
I, the way I was listening, I said, well, how come I don't know this name, Lynn Shelton? She's been in the business for years. I mean, a highly gifted, intelligent filmmaker. So I, I just, I have to get back into entertaining Sheila. I just okay. do, clearly. Yes, you do. I think, there, I think there would be a clamor from the Satellite Sisters audience if they thought you were going to be doing some entertaining Sheila reviews this summer. Well, I have to stop waiting for men to take me out. That's clear. <laughs> from what, you know, I yes. can take myself out. I did for years, twice a week, religiously. Yep. Do it again, Liz. Okay, then the one other movie that I'll mention, well, two other movies I'll mention as long as we're talking movies. Speaking of female filmmakers, Sarah Polly, you know, who is also an actress and a filmmaker. I she, love her movies. She, yeah. yeah, they're kind of offbeat. They're kind of interesting. She has a new movie out called, what did I say it was called? Like, My Last Waltz. So or, take, take this waltz. Oh, take this waltz. Okay, so tomorrow is the last day of my staycation, but first day of getting ready to go back to work on Monday, I'm going to the movies with a friend, and we decided we were going to go see that. Because sometimes I go see movies, especially when I have a lot of time on my hands and I have had a whole week, I go see movies just to, like, vote for the filmmaker, just because I want to say, I would like Sarah Polly to make more movies. I know she's not that famous, and I know her movies haven't been that successful, but they have a following. And yeah, if you're going to give somebody right. some money, give your money to filmmakers like Sarah Polly, filmmakers like Lynn Shelton, and also this, you know, young Ben Zeitlin. I think he has a, I think he has a career ahead of him. So we're going to go see Sarah Polly's movie tomorrow afternoon. Next week, I'll let you know how that goes. Okay, let me know. Let me know. You know, I have a love-hate with Michelle Williams, just because... Oh, she's the star of this, right? Yeah, she right. gets all the good roles. <laughs> so, so and, you, what, what, now, why would you hate that about her? Are you I, it, it, are you competing with I, her for those? I don't like her personality and film. I've never liked the way she. I never liked her acting. I guess really, that's, really that's the simplest way I can put it. Never liked her acting. She's in so many great movies. I mean, one of my favorite movies of all time, Brokeback Mountain. You didn't uh, like her in Brokeback Mountain? I couldn't stand her. Uh, the Blue Valentine movie, oh. But I, did, loved, I didn't see that. Loved I... Ryan Gosling. Like, I just, it's yeah. just a yin and yang. It's like a love-hate. But um, So you never saw My Week with Marilyn either, I no, assume. No, no, because she was the star. She was Marilyn. Her. Yeah, she I was actually fantastic in that. But if you don't like... If you don't like Michelle Williams, you would not like that movie. Well, let me know how this movie is because it's getting good reviews. Okay. All right. And the last movie that I did see this weekend, because one day this week, Mom and I were sitting on the beach at the public pool on the beach in Santa Monica. And, you know, Santa Monica gets like a heavy marine layer in the morning, but usually by noon, the sky's clear and it's warm and sunny. Well, it, right. was, it was now two and the skies had not cleared. So I looked at my watch and then I thought, I just said to mom, let's go. Let's go to the movies. And she's like, in the middle of the afternoon? Oh, like, I love yeah, that. Come on. We got nothing else to do. So we went to a 3 o'clock show of Woody Allen's new movie, To Roam With Love. Oh, well, talk about love-hate. I have a hard time supporting him in any way, shape, or form. But I he know. always, he, I mean, I have to admit, uh, what movie did I see the other night on TV? Alice with Mia Farrow. Man, that was a great movie. Well, this is not an important movie. This is like to roam with love, but it, and I understand the problems that people, especially like most of the satellite sisters have with Woody Allen. Right. We have gone on record in the past and I will reinforce that I do believe 
it is wrong to marry your daughter. And ever since he married his daughter, I know he said she was only a, like, stepdaughter or whatever. But whatever. Just in whatever. general, we, we disapprove of that kind of behavior. But, but as mom said on Wednesday afternoon when I suggested we go to the Woody Allen movie, even though we'd been boycotting Woody Allen <laughs> right. since, since he married Sunni, mom said, well, you know, sometimes you just need to rise above your principles. So that's what we did. That okay. Was the, and the, how was the movie? The only other movie that she said, she said, what is that movie I keep hearing about that everyone's so great? It's, everyone says it's so great. It's called Ted, I think. I'm like, oh, oh no. Like, mom, no, no. That you, looks- Well, it looked like it would be funny, but not for mom, right? It would be terrible for mom. I think it would be terrible for me. I can't. I mean, the whole premise. I'm sorry. Can't do it. Uh, Anyway, so we went off to see a three o'clock in the afternoon show of To Rome With Love, which is totally charming in every way. Beautiful, charming. I mean, Rome looks amazing. It's like the last movie where Paris looked amazing. It is like this travelogue of why you need to go to Italy on your next vacation. Right. Uh, And it's four intertwined stories that, you know, the people don't necessarily know each other and the stories don't bump into each other very much. But some of them are just purely with Italian characters and Italian actors. And those are great. And then there are, you know... There's a few American actors. I was a little skeptical of Alec Baldwin in a Woody Allen movie, but he's actually... And Jesse Eisenberg is in this Woody Allen movie. Oh, yeah. So there are a few few people that you wouldn't think would be in a Woody Allen movie set in Rome. But whatever. I highly recommend it. It Okay, so you did that down at the promenade there? Yeah, yeah. It's it's charming and it's sweet and, you know, it's... Okay, it's, it's Woody. It's the Woodman. Oh, and Woody's in it. And yeah, Woody's in it. And oh, he is. Okay. Yeah, I'm not going to go see that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. You were going to go see it until you heard that Woody Allen was actually in it? No, because no, I have all these other movies to see. Okay, you're I right. These, I have these important movies to go see. <laughs> yeah, I probably would not have seen this movie if I was not looking for a movie at 3 o'clock on a Wednesday afternoon with our 85-year-old mother. Oh, I totally get that. It really narrows down your choices. Yeah, because there aren't that many movies out there now. There's Ted, there's Moonlight, and then there's this. I I tried to talk her into (laughs) Spider-Man. Oh, well, Spider-Man, I might go see just because I love Andrew Garfield. Yeah, yeah, I might go see that at some point. That looks like a big, fun movie. Anyway, so, wow. That's well, what... we covered a lot of ground. Okay, a lot of ground. Uh, if you've uh, seen any good summer movies and you want to post that on our Facebook page, listeners, please go right ahead. As you can see, we're open to anything, and entertaining Sheila may be getting back into the movie reviewing business. I think that would be good. Because you're a teacher. You're kind of off. I know you're teaching summer school, but you probably have a little more time this time of year to go to the movies, Sheila. I, I have more time. I just haven't been able to sort of arrange my schedule. I mean, again, that's why when when I get asked out on a date, it's a huge deal, and you better be ready to pick me up at six thirty, or I'm bolting. I mean, that's you know, that's it. I have very little energy left. Uh, uh, but but I understand that you did have time to squeeze in some spa services, which I did too. That's what I did yesterday that made oh. it feel like a real vacation. But oh, what did you do? Well, I, I did something which, you know, I went to my Korean day spa, which everybody knows about Century Day Spa um, in Koreatown. I've been going there for, what, 10 years now. Yeah. And 
Um, I went on, um, I went on, let's see, when did I go? I forget what day of the week, but it was a special. It was like Tuesday or Wednesday or Thursday and they had a discount. Um, I never go during the weekdays on weekdays. So I didn't know about the discount. And then I just decided I wasn't feeling great. Like my back hurt. I just was sore. I thought I'd try something different than the scrub and the oil massage, mm-hmm. which I've been getting for 10 years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I went for the salt glow and acupressure. Oh, wow. Oh, no. No, the acupressure was a mistake. Okay. The salt, the salt glow. I mean, yeah. first of all, the steam room was broke. I mean, not broken in a good or bad way, depending on your viewpoint. The steam would not stop. Oh, oh, okay. I mean, you were, it was like a second degree burn in there. (laughs) But the price is right, right? So you can't really complain. I just, I just. Degree and day spa is pretty cheap anyway, but if you're getting a special deal, wow. I would just want just a five minutes of steam. You could only stay in there for 30 seconds. Okay. So then I shower, I do, I get ready for the salt glow. Now the salt glow is basically chunks of salt. Yes. In um, a kind of a paste um, that they rub in and they mix. And it, it, it doesn't, it does, it really, really, my skin completely broke out. I mean, Well, that's nice. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds very relaxing. But it, 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 the pressure was phenomenal. I mean, the pressure she was putting on my, I mean, the, the massage part of it was incredible. So, um, and afterwards, after the rash died down, <laughs> my skin glowed. I had the salt glow. Hence the name. So they were basically like rubbing salt in your wounds for a while. Yeah, but, I, I, yeah, but then I had to do something which was a mistake, Liz. I had to get dressed and go upstairs for the acupressure. Oh. oh. So that, like, basically that salt That was a mistake glow. because it broke the mood? It broke the mood, and also upstairs, what they've done at the Century Spa is completely renovate. Now they have a juice bar and a restaurant up there, and like ping pong tables, all sorts of stuff going on. And then you go back into these special rooms for the acupressure, which was horrible. I mean, there's there's nothing worse than somebody just digging their fingers. (laughs) I love that. You I do? love acupressure and any of that, like, like you know how sometimes they take their elbow and put it right in your back or oh. right in the middle of your, like, your butt cheek and lean in? Oh, Liz, I was just, ple- I was, it was horrible. It oh. was horrible. And then she got up on the pole and started walking on my back. Oh. Did you know about this? Well, you've mentioned this before that they do this at the Korean Day Spa. I have not had that done. And, and I don't know what compelled me. I mean, I had it like 10 years ago. I said, I'll never do this again. And I went up to the special rooms again. So that's it. I'm going don't back. Don't go to the to, rooms. <laughs> I'm going back to going to the movies alone and just getting the treatment that I know works, the scrub <laughs> and the massage. That's it. Now, what did you have done with? Well, I went to a place I had never gone to before because they, a friend of mine from work who recently moved into a neighborhood not far from me, she lives in Marina Del Rey, she was also staycationing on Friday. Okay. So as we were talking about this like a week ago at work, uh, I said, well, we should do, let's do something fun on Friday afternoon. She's like, yes, let's, let's have a little spa day. So, oh. so then I had to figure out like a fun place to go where it's two of you because 
the places where I would normally go for like a massage or something, there's no, you're not sitting around together drinking green tea. It's not that kind of place. Right. So, but I had seen this place on Santa Monica Boulevard called the Willow Spa. And it looked very cute and willowy. It looked like a little Asian garden in there. And I went to their website, checked it out. It looked adorable on the website. But it's risky, you know, because you just don't know... Is it clean? Are they nice? And eh. anyway, so, but I decided to just go for it because it looked, it had the right vibe for what I was thinking of for my one actual day of, um, of vacationing. But then as I'm going through the various treatments that they do, I also was in a mood to try something that I had never tried. So they have this thing called enzyme tubs or an enzyme bath. Wait a minute. Okay, go on. But no, it's so much worse than you can even imagine right now, even after I said that. So the enzyme bath, basically it's a deep heating treatment. Okay. So I'm fine with it there, but it's a dry bath. So there's nothing in there that's wet. It's basically like a dry bathtub full of these three ingredients, finely cut wood shavings, <laughs> rice bran, what? and fruit and vegetable enzymes. So, and I don't know what came over me, oh Sheila, when I read it, I just thought, okay, I'm going to try that. I need to get out of my rut. I need to try something totally different. Maybe I need an enzyme bath. Oh it sounds, it's, you know, it reminded me a little, a little bit of the mud baths we went to in Calistoga yeah. when, when we all went together. Right and you know how the mud baths there wasn't really mud. It was no. more like peat moss. Yes. This was, and you hated that, right? I remember. You refused to actually get in the mud because you felt like it was too germy. It was dirty mud. It wasn't clean mud. Yeah. Yeah. When you saw them just flipping it over from the previous person (laughs) instead of completely changing out the mud. Well, this had a lot of that going on. Wait, did your friend do this too? Yeah. So she decided to do it too. You know, so I felt like this was really risky going to a place I've never been and this uh, enzyme dry bath. Basically what it was like though, when you got in the tub, like when it said finely cut wood shavings, I was imagining, you know, like a, a wood pile where someone's been splitting wood and there's all the like shavings. It was hard for me to imagine. Uh, so I don't know why I agreed to do it. It wasn't like that. It was more like if you got into a bathtub full of mulch. That's what it was like. like, oh, just, like that just, sounds terrible, like Liz. Mulch. But for some reason, it's super hot from the enzymes. Okay, the enzymes. And then they give you, I will admit, I'm, I'm happy to sign up for an enzyme bath just because I was in the mood to do something that I'd never right. done before. But I don't buy the whole enzyme thing. I just said that, oh, and then right before you go You in, don't know if they're enzymes. It could be Alka-Seltzer. Exactly, exactly. And I kind of don't care because almost anything that makes you sweat makes your skin feel better afterwards, right? That's true, Liz. So I don't care, like enzyme, schmenzyme, I, like whatever. It's the heat that actually makes you relax and makes you sweat. But right before you go in, they also give you this little plastic cup full of an enzyme liquid. And I'm like, am I supposed to apply this to my skin or drink it? 
And, and she's like, no, you drink it. So Christi- my friend Christina and I, we both looked at it and looked at each other. And we're like, okay. And we just like downed it as one shot. <laughs> okay, go. And How it was, was it? It's sort of, the taste was kind of like a, like a dipping sauce from P.F. Chang. You know, like sort of, yes, sort of a hot and sour sauce. Ew. Yeah, yeah, it was a little bit of that. What, but, uh, but this, it, was this a high-end spa? It was like a medium-end spa. <laughs> it was not It was not high-end, but it wasn't... Your Korean day spa is at the fairly low end, right? It's at, it's at the low end, but it, I mean, this sounds really strange. So <laughs> was, you, you know, it was fine. So you, get, you basically, you get in the wood. You get in the bathtub full of wood chips, and then there's someone there who's piling the wood chips on you. And every five minutes, they come in and they mop your brow. You're only allowed to stay in there for 20 minutes. I, it's a miracle I lasted 20 minutes. It's a good thing that Christina was there. So it's a room with two tubs and, like, a curtain in between. So we were both, <laughs> we were both going a little crazy sitting in the tubs. So she was, she was asking a lot of provocative questions to just to try to – so we could get our mind off oh, our yes. – Oh, Christina was? Yes, yes. Okay. So we were and just – And were you laughing at all? Was it yes, funny? Or, yes, okay. yeah. Okay. I mean, we were laughing just like, this is the stupidest thing to do. You're pay, right. paying these people money to, to, like, put all this mulch on top of you. <laughs> you could have gone to Osh. Yes. <laughs> Make you drink some uh, dipping sauce from P.F. Chang's. And, uh, but anyway, so you sweat a lot. It was fun. It was actually really fun. And then, well, no, fu- fun is not the right word. It was, um, it was a unique enzyme experience is what yeah, I would say. Did you have showers and stuff? Yeah, and then, then shower. And then we went in for, we each had, like, a normal massage. Oh, no, then in between, they take you into another room, which is flat mats on the floor, and you get, like, a little bit of Thai massage, oh, and uh, yeah. we were both kind of, I, I know what we were both thinking, because we talked about it afterwards, like, when they took us into the same room at the same time for the massage, we were both laughing that, obviously, they thought we were a couple, you know, that we had walked in together, oh, made our oh, reservations oh, together. Okay. And we were like, oh, my God, we're getting a couple's massage. Just... <laughs> <laughs> but but that was just like a warm-up for your real massage. So we each got a private room, and uh, that was fine. So Oh, I see. Well, maybe, maybe that is the... You know, who knows? The that, that is the protocol for the enzyme. Apparently, you, you just automatically get... 10 minutes of Thai massage at the end, which you know is when you're fully clothed and you're, you know, they're just sort of pulling your arms and legs, and I enjoy that too. You do? Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like any dry massage, I've decided. Nothing dry. Okay, well... Then you, well, you, then you might like the uh, the wood chip tub. <laughs> it's, it's very dry. It's very dry, except totally germy. I'm guessing it just. Oh it, wow, Liz! I don't know. So that's okay. Okay, to each his own spa. Yeah, to each his own spa. Now, have you been watching any TV? Um, I attempted to, sometimes again, when you have a big chunk of time, you can watch a whole season of something. So what did I start? I started a whole season of Archer because I keep hearing, I keep hearing that Archer is funny. Why do you ask? Did you just start something new? Well, no, I just had some observations on, so I've done the whole Real Housewives. The season is over. Okay. So. Um, and now they're on to the reunion shows, and then I'm watching reruns and rerun reunions, and you know, it's just the whole the you, whole thing. You watch? But, all, do they all go on simultaneously? I have never gotten on the Real Housewives bandwagon, but you have. It's oh, I, I'm to, I'm totally I'm totally on it, and um, so I've done every you know New York OC, 
Um, I haven't really done D.C. I'll admit, I haven't done D.C. at all. But New Jersey, Atlanta? Oh, New Jersey. New Jersey's out of control this year. <laughs> and, um, okay, so I'm just going to, and, and people, you know, so I've come up with a few phrases that really, really irk me from Real Housewives. But that doesn't stop me from watching like an average of 20 hours a week. I mean. <laughs> so these are the things the women on the show say to each other all the time? Yeah, they, they say it all the time. And, uh-huh. you know, and they, they they say it to people in real life. So this is what they. Okay, so the first phrase is, um, instead of, they all go out to dinner a lot. Um, and so they all say, instead of saying, I'd like, you know, um, the filet with mashed potatoes, it's, we're going to do, okay? So, <laughs> and we're going to do, I mean, they're going to do anything. I mean, if it, they're going to do the cedar plank salmon, they're, or they're going to do a glazed donut. There's no, it's high end, low end. They're going right. to do it. No matter how wet end it is, they're doing it. Yeah, we're going to do, okay, can I do a couple of iced teas? No, no, can, just, can you... Can I get a couple of iced tea? (laughs) Or how about iced tea, please? Yes. Okay. And the waiters in the OC do it, too. They do the do. When they come over to a table, they say, do you want to do the calamari and chicken tenders? You want to do that to start? Okay. They're like, yeah, let's do it. Okay. Everybody's doing it up. Real Housewives doing it up. Just ask for the food. (laughs) You don't do food. And then the one time when I thought you know, maybe the voice of reason, Caroline's daughter, who's very, very sensible girl. She's on a big diet now. And anyway, from New Jersey. So she was at a hotel with her mom ordering room service. I said, please don't say we're going to do. Don't do it. She said, can we do the fruit plate? <laughs> okay, that's lame. I'm like, do, you do, do you do a fruit plate? Oh, Okay, so that's that's it. Okay. Okay, we're going to do. Okay, the other big phrase, and this really, I can't stand, and they all say it. They do not call them children. They call them babies. No matter what age their children <laughs> no are? No matter what, like when I had my babies, okay, I, I just want to have babies. <laughs> well, why don't you just start with one child first before you have plural babies? Like, um, was that before our babies? Well, the babies are not babies anymore. Have you ever heard grown women just refer to children as babies? Uh, no, no, unless they, like, I just had a baby, or (laughs) I am going to have a baby. Okay. Baby would indicate, like, a year or younger. So, okay, so this is, this is prevalent in the OC and on New Jersey. Uh Uh-huh. Not so much in New York, thank God. But they all refer to their children as babies. Okay. okay. And you don't, you do not refer to Ruthie as a baby. And your, no. daughter, your, 20, or, your 20-something daughter is long past baby stage. Or when I had my baby, her name is Ruth. <laughs> None of the babies have names. <laughs> Well, it's it's like on, it's like on TV shows or movies when they refer to their sister as sis. Like, oh, hey, sis! Like, really? That's the way. That's the smartest way you can figure out telling me that the real relationship between these two is sister, sister, or brother, sister, whatever. So yeah, yeah I that's want to get married and have babies. I I, I can't. It, oh, it makes my skin crawl. But again, I watch it over and over again. And the last phrase that they all say, and it, of course, this is, you know, the biggest, 
<laughs> this is the biggest indicator that they're not done is when they all say, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> That, that means with some kind of interpersonal situation. Yeah, is with that one it? of the fights with the girls, I'm done, which means they're not done. They're coming back for more. They've all, Vicky said a million times, I'm done. Jill Zarin, I'm done. She's not done. <laughs> you may be done having babies. <laughs> Why don't you admit to that? That your child is now in their 20s. Oh, that is so funny. So I am it. done. That's it. We're going to do babies and I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all I have. I'm done. <laughs> oh, you know, it just dawns on me now that we're, we're talking about all of this light summer entertainment. Uh, there, I, I did some more light summer, summer entertainment this summer that I would recommend to you. Oh, what is because it? Because it was a very pleasant surprise how much I enjoyed. Um, okay. Do you know Gigi Lavange Grazer? You know who she is? She, yes. So she she's a writer. She wrote a book called The Starter Wife. Yes, uh, that I became love, a lifetime movie. She wrote a book called Man Eater that became a lifetime movie. She was married to the very powerful producer Brian Grazer. They're now divorced. Yes, but, Gigi. What 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 so is she up to? Gigi has a brand new book out called um, The Afterwife. And we can, you know, as you know, I pick up the mail at Satellite Sisters HQ. They, it all comes to our P.O. box. So all of these books still arrive. Uh, and I open up the pile of books every week and spread them around to various sisters or just take them directly to the Santa Monica Public Library where I uh, donate them to the store there. Anyway, the afterwife arrived at the P.O. box about 10 days ago. And it just seemed like... A perfectly good read, knowing that I would be spending a lot of time this week sitting at the public pool with mom. Oh, that, that sounds be, yeah. like a good read. Yeah. Okay, but it's better than that, Sheila. Here's why you would appreciate it. The entire book takes place right here in my neighborhood in Santa Monica, which oh, is... Oh, I'm going to run out and get it Which today. is your former neighborhood in Santa oh, Monica. Oh, you're kidding. Montana Ave? Oh, that's... that's oh, that's, oh, and it's all these observations. It is sort of a Real Housewives thing. Because, oh, that's great. Because it's all the observations about the Santa Monica moms, or Samo moms. Love and, it. And then there's... And, and, of course, the neighborhood, as we know from living here, is divided into Nomo and Somo. Nomo being... North of Montana, yeah. Somo being south of Montana. Now, both you and I live south of Montana. Which, which and I was so Somo. <laughs> I was so Somo. Yes. So we are Somo, but everyone even in Somo knows that no mo, literally, like you cross Mo, and on the no mo side of yes. Montana, Everything is better over there. And, the, uh, and Mo stands for Mo Money. <laughs> yes, it's this is, the, the, the landscaping instantly approves. Even my dog, my dog insists on being walked north of Montana. It's so, like two different worlds. Yes, I mean, completely. It, it is. So this book is entirely about that. It's about people that live in Nomo, but also every 
coffee shop, every store. She uses all real names from all the shops on Montana. I love it. And describes them exactly the way they are in real life. Like the difference between, there are a lot of jokes about how many coffee shops there are in Montana, which we laugh about all the time. But right. She, she also nails the difference between the people that go to Cafe Lux and the people that go to Pete's. Oh, and nails it. Nails it. it. Yes. Everyone at Pete's, of course, is in their cycling gear. And uh, everyone at Cafe Lux is working on a development deal. So I think you'd enjoy it. Excellent, Liz. It's Excellent like a recommendation. Silly, silly, silly book. Silly, light, fun book. A perfect beach reading. Um, and, and I'm sure someday soon, like if you don't get to it in the next 10 seconds, it will become a Lifetime movie anyway. Oh, I it am, sounds wonderful. The whole, thing, the whole thing reads like a pitch to Lifetime. And uh, Fantastic. so I will, uh, I will pass that along. No need to buy it. We've got, we got one copy. We can okay, pass around. Okay, good. Well, I think light is the way to go this summer, Liz. That yeah. is the way to go. That's just basically <laughs> summertime stuff. Um, I did want to ask though, because in last week's show, you left us hanging a little bit. Well, first of all, the, our Skype line failed and you just disappeared. <laughs> Halfway through the show. And I, I know. I and that I'm sorry about that. But I know you carry on because you have sisters and we joke today, like what if I drop off today? You're alone. But yes. no, I dropped off and I wanna I feel like I sounded really crazy last week because of my car and and I was. So but thank you for everyone who wrote in to give me suggestions about the seatbelts and, and uh, okay, I will admit I haven't had my seatbelt fixed yet, but Monday um, Monday, I'm going back to my mechanic uh, to pay for the tires. Okay. I, I, I basically let him suffer for a week. I, I didn't pay him, just mm-hmm. to punish him. And <laughs> Okay. All right. And then um, I have a lead on a seatbelt. And in the meantime, I've gotten my seatbelt portion fixed, so at least my seatbelt works. Oh. Uh, it's, not, it's, it's the old seatbelt. Uh-huh. It's broken. Uh, the broken it, seatbelt is, is the, kind of jerry-rigged it somehow. Yes, and the airbag does not work. But um, I really want to thank people for writing in. But Christian, my mechanic, has been calling me. So I told him I'm going on Monday to pay for the tires. And um, he's really apologetic. I mean, it's like the guy who stood me up. It's like yeah. all of a sudden they start calling you. I know. It doesn't it really. That's the way men are. I mean, it, <laughs> Just call me. I don't really care if you're apologetic. I just wanted you to fix my seatbelt. Really. I'm glad you feel terrible about it. You should, because you didn't fix my seatbelt. I know. So, no. Well, there was one. I know we did get a lot of mail on this. People were very helpful. I know one one person wrote in and said that that she figured that the airbag thing was related to the seatbag thing seatbelt thing because if your seatbelt wasn't snapped all the way in maybe that was somehow linked to the airbag system so it that, is that and seemed I, like a plausible explanation to me i mean it was absolutely plausible and even i am who don't know much about cars knew that the, the, the airbag light going on was due to my driver's seat seatbelt not like the young man tried to convince me the day i picked up my car when i was a lunatic that it was the passenger seat mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you know, it's just little things like that. Please don't insult me. Yeah, right, right. It's it's bad enough. Just let me go quietly, and I will send you a check. (laughs) But as a result, you've been staying close to home because of the lack of a seatbelt. I have not been going on the freeway. Let's just put it that way. 
and I've been driving uber carefully <laughs> around town. Um, but, you know, I have wheels and um, I'm mobile. Okay. So All thank right. you very much for asking. Okay, that's good. I did also want to mention, you know, next week is actually the end of our Satellite Sisters Fitness Challenge, which was a little bit of a bust in the middle because the software program at Nike Plus that everyone signed up to join, they changed the whole system over halfway through. Yes, I heard that. But the challenges have reappeared. I have no idea if the standings are correct or not. Okay. But we will do something on next week's show with about the challenge and with the challengers. So I'll post something at the Satellite Sisters Facebook group. I would like anyone that participated in the challenge to just send it, to post something there about what the challenge did for you. Did you enjoy doing it? I was really enjoying it until all of the standings disappeared. And I know Monica feels the same way. Once, once I didn't know where I was ranking versus other people, I kind of blew it off for about a month in the middle. Well, so, there you go. That's that. You say it out loud, Liz, the peer pressure. Right. It's the peer pressure. So I know that they're still working on that website and it's supposed to be fully fixed by September. So we will launch a new Satellite Sisters Fitness Challenge in September when that rolls around. So you can take the summer off everyone <laughs> take the summer off just just go sit in a tub of mulch for all yeah, i care just, I, I just sweat it out in some cedar and do some cedar plank salmon <laughs> do it while the summer's still on <laughs> and do the dipping sauce from pf chang do uh, it so so if you participated in the challenge post something on the facebook page and let us know uh, and then and we will track down the people who are the actual winners i believe the uh sounds the, good Liz. the top three people we're going we will actually interview on the show over the course of the next um, month or so. So, all right. So, oh, good. Uh, well, this was fun. Every once in a while, you and I do a, a nice little do some show, and this was always enjoyable. This Very entertaining. Was enjoyable. Actually, right now we know that Leon and Monica are together in Bend, Oregon. Uh, so Leon is just wrapping up the end of her vacation. Monica went down to see them. And Julie's home in Dallas. So I'm glad we had this time together, Sheila. Yes, I am too, nice. as Mr. Rogers used to say. <laughs> hey. All right. We are the Satellite Sisters. Don't forget, call your Satellite Sisters.